Welcome to the A Show, the Acid Acupuncture Show. My name is Vito. This is January 4th edition. The first show of 2017. What up? Uh, yeah, it's already 2017. It's the first day back in work for many people. Tuesday, January 3rd. How are you? How was your first work day? Brutal? Awful? Good? Yeah. Mine was okay. Uh, well, it didn't feel like a first day back given that I was at work the last couple weeks. You know, I, I think we should have a policy like we, you know, in the States, like they do in, what is it, Europe? I think Germany does this four weeks a year in summer. You know, they take the, in August, everything shuts down and they everybody's off four to five weeks. And then they still get paid. And then all the tourists in America are all Germans. They all sound like a diehard villains for some reason. Yeah, why don't we have that, America? We, we don't have the best wage and we don't have the best social benefits yet. We're the hardest, we're one of the hard, hardest working countries in the world, right? So... What the hell? So it didn't feel like a first day back in work. Although for many people, uh, it's a first day back. And then the traffic certainly felt like a first day back, given that, you know, last week especially was really empty. You know, commute was breeze. Nobody was around, you know, except for the holidays and in the holiday spots, you know. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the, the usual, is like if it, it's like the first day of school, you know, that kind of traffic. You know, people are everywhere, clogged up. You know, no one knows where they're going. Everyone's going at 55 miles an hour where they should go 65. I don't understand, especially in this state of Washington. Anyways, uh, hope you had a safe holiday season and uh, you're ready to get back to work. <sighs> Whatever. But um, yeah, do you have do you have a New Year's resolution? Did you already break it three days in, 72 hours in? I, I don't know. I don't have a New Year's resolution. Well, I guess I mentioned it last week. I want to travel more and all that. You know, take those uh, weekend getaways. Um, but, uh, oh, shoot, hang on a second. I gotta turn the sound off. Some notifications are coming in. But, um, you know, I, so I'm planning out the shows. I mean, not the shows, the travels the next, you know, three months, especially eventual goal being Hawaii with the mileages, uh, as I mentioned last week. Um, so... I'm looking at right now, and then, you know, I'm trying to take the cheap flights. Like, you know, that's like a $50, $60 each way. You know, I see a lot of that, like L.A. and, you know, all that stuff. You know, take a day trip, and then, I don't know. I, I want to be like the Yes Man, the Jim Carrey character, when he just says yes to everything, and then he takes a day trip with Joy Deschanel. Well, I'm going alone for right now. So, um, you know, uh, try to do that. So I'm looking at, let's see, I kind of tentatively listed it out in case the show goes on, show goes on the road. Um, San Diego, Martin Luther King Jr. weekend and San Francisco the week after on 21st, probably just a day trip, you know, go Saturday morning, come back Saturday night. Boom. Uh, New York City, that's confirmed. That will happen during the Super Bowl weekend. Um, and before early March, sometime in February, not the President's Day weekend because that is an expensive travel weekend. I'm um, thinking about either Vegas or Vegas or like Phoenix, Arizona. So try to go to all these hot desert places in the winter time, and then especially downtime. I think the best time to travel is like the, you know, the week after the Super Bowl and then the week before the President's Day weekend, because it's like you know people go party in especially in places like Vegas or the Super Bowl. I think it's in Minnesota this year, uh, the first weekend. And then the President's Day weekend, that's a common, I guess, a getaway day. So I see the tickets are being more expensive there. Uh, yeah, and Phoenix, it's TBD, I'm thinking, end of February. But also that lays over with the uh, L.A. trip, I'm thinking, from March, uh, like, 2nd to 4th or something. There's one flight that's coming back at 1140 at night 
back to here in Seattle, two thirty in the morning. So I want to catch that instead of paying for the paying for the hotel and catch an early flight. I feel that that's pointless. Although I could probably hang out more, but that trip, I that's a bigger one. I'm thinking before Hawaii. You know, uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs, my hockey team, go Leafs, go! They're coming to L.A. and Anaheim that uh, weekend, Thursday, Friday. They're playing back to back Thursday night in Staples Center against the L.A. Kings, and then the Anaheim Ducks the next night and Friday night in Honda Center in Orange County. So uh, I want to catch both games, and then on a Saturday before I catch a flight back late night, uh, you know, do the Disneyland, California Adventures, do it all, all one day. Why do you want to do it all one day? I, I don't know. I want to do it, and then, um, you know, collect the mugs while I can. I'm still trying. I realize that in L.A., there's about, L.A. area, there's about five different mugs. So there's Los Angeles, California, Orange County, uh, Disneyland, Disney California Adventures, and the Universal Hollywood uh, studio. So that's six, actually. That's there. Um, California one, I'm assuming I'll get it before I get to L.A. In either San Diego or San Francisco, I got to get those two mugs. So I'm down to five. But fitting in the Universal Studios is really hard. Uh, you know, I, can you do that in one day? And then the distance from LAX to the Universal Studios is not exactly, you know, favorable. And then, you know, so the time I don't think works given the money and then the price I have to pay for the day pass in the Universal Studio. So I might just hold off the Universal Studios and then just do a, you know, downtown LA tour, which I didn't really do. I did the one of the Hollywood Boulevard, you know, that tour, TMZ tour, which I think is the best money tour uh, you can get. So like downtown LA, uh, you know, Koreatown, I've never been. So get some Korean barbecue there. Then go to catch the King's name, hang out, you know, see some friends if they're there. And, you know, one of them's out, so I can't meet them. Uh, and then, you know, second day, uh, figure out a way to get to uh, Anaheim. Just take a train, because it turns out if you take an Uber or a car on Highway 101, it's going to take two hours at any given time. So uh, take the train. That's a plan right now. So well, actually, what I'm thinking in L.A., I need some suggestions here is first day when I get there, I'm going to land at like 9 in the morning, so I cannot check into the hotel. I'm just going to have a backpack. So do a Venice Beach and hang out at the beach, uh, Santa Monica or whatever, hang out there all day, blah, 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 and then get some lunch and get some fresh ocean air, you know? And then by the afternoon, you know, check into the hotel, motel, whatever it is, and then uh, get some light dinner, then go to the hockey game by 7.30. That's a plan I'm thinking right now. And then actually on the Friday you know, relax and do some downtown LA thing, whatever it is. I'm not going to shop. I, I don't have anything I want to buy. So do that and then catch a train in the afternoon to get to Anaheim, Orange County. And then I'm, I already picked a place in mind to sleep uh, near the Disneyland and all that. And then once that's done, drop everything, go to the hockey game, enjoy, and then hang out, figure out whatever. And then I tentatively plan on meeting someone all day on Saturday for the Disneyland and the California Adventures. And then do both, and then collect the two mugs that I need from them. Uh, do that. Oh, Friday, get get the Orange County mug. That's a goal right now. Um, so there's a plan. I, I, I'm sure it's going to be exhausting, but I'm assuming that the Sunday I get back on the 5th is going to be the day I get to rest and recharge a bit. I don't know how that's going to go. That's going to be the most intense one. So once, once that's done, I don't have any particular travel plan. You know, after that, the spring break begins. The prices go up, blah, blah, blah. So I'm thinking Hawaii either end of March or sometime you know, in April during the Good Friday week or something, you know, after the spring break goes away. I don't know how many people go spring breaking in Hawaii. It's mostly like Cancun and Florida and all these places that are more affordable for kids, right? So, um, yeah, that's a goal right now. Uh, so, but, 
you know, try to, I, I, I do want to do Vegas. I want to go see Cirque du Soleil, get drunk or whatever, do the Vegas, Vegas things. Although it's not going to be 72 hours. I want to see Hoover them. I want to drive, you know, in on the desert. It's going to be cold at night, but during the day, it's going to be all right. That's my assumption right now. And, uh, you know, Vegas, they'll get a hockey team too. So, uh, maybe next year I'll go see the Maple Leafs, visit the uh, Vegas team that, over there and then uh do all that stuff arizona i don't know i i never been to arizona and then uh, i want to go catch the coyotes or the yotes uh before they move to tempe arizona which is far off where the arizona state university is but um you know phoenix i've never been i've been refusing to go to arizona because of their immigration law 1098 you know for some reason the local you know police enforcement has the right to look at your immigration paper for some damn reason i'm like nah fuck that i'm gonna protest that state but now i feel like I want to visit that place. I don't know why. I just feel like it. So, anyways, a lot of weekend travels planned. I hope I don't get flagged by TSA or anything. I apply for Nexus, you know, so I can get the TSA pre and all that. So I can, you know, get through the security line super fast. I'm just going to carry a backpack, you know, and then just put it in. And then with a minimal whatever and then minimize a hotel. I don't, I don't use Airbnb. I got burned by Airbnb once before. I think it's a scam. Like, even if it says, like, $50 a night, the, the owner comes back and says, oh, the machine did it. Actually, it's $85. Fuck that. I'll pay $30 more and go to a hotel where there's my own bed and do whatever I want to do. I think that's that's more reasonable investment than Airbnb. So, anyways, that's my that's the New Year's resolution as, as of right now. Oh, and then, uh, you know, I, once I get to Hawaii, and then that's a grand plan to get, get rid of my mileage that I have and then, you know, uh, spend it all. And then pff, I'm also thinking about going to Europe again. The second time. Second Euro trip. So Euro's coming down. I see that the Euro is like close to dollar on the parity. And then there's a speculation, the prediction for 2017 that's going that, you know, Euro is going to be below parity against the U.S. dollar. Then, yes, it's going to be awesome. So, uh, yeah, but uh, I, this just came to my head like four days ago, five days ago. I'm thinking about doing uh, Paris. Uh, Brussels and then Bruges and Bruges, you know, that movie, Belgium and then Amsterdam and then maybe London and then fly back from London. There's better flight from London to Seattle than from Amsterdam, but who the hell knows? Um, so I want to do that and collect more mugs. If I go to London, I can get more mugs, but I want to do that while the French Open's going on. So I, I don't care if it's a qualifying round. I want to catch the Roland Garros and then just see that and then do the Frenchy things. And then I might join a friend there too. If not, I'll I'll find something out. I'll figure it out. But um, that's more of like pre-summer, like end of May, early June. I'm thinking before the prices really pick up. Although by that time the price kind of picks up. So, uh, yeah. Then I'm also thinking like I got to do other you know small road trips from here. Portland. I didn't get to do it last week. The weather here is like a sub-zero, so the roads icy. It's not me. I'm worried about. I'm worried about other people running into me, skidding on the ice. You know that stuff. Uh, Vancouver. I still haven't been to Vancouver for some reason so vancouver victoria island they got two mugs there so i gotta get those portland and oregon i gotta get those two mugs uh i think about that so taking road trips there and then uh montreal uh when i when i go back um this year back home sometime probably september after labor day when things cool down tickets are really expensive i must say so um you know and then go do toronto things but then at the same time see old friends family members uh, but at the same time, I want to do Montreal. I haven't been there in like more than a decade. So, um, I want to check that out as a grown adult now and then get two more mugs there, Montreal and Quebec. So it's all about the mugs. It's all about the mugs. I know it sounds freaky, weird, but you know what? I don't know. It's better than me going there taking 5,000 photos that I'm not going to look at again. 
you know, I, I, my goal is to have a story for every mug. You know, I was like, oh, Munich, what happened? München, what happened there? Ah, yeah, this happened. We went to the Oktoberfest, blah, 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 you know, blah, blah, blah. We got wasted, but um, I was fine. I was standing just fine. Or like Niagara Falls. Oh, yeah, yeah, that time my dad got pissed. He wouldn't buy a water bottle because he's a cheap. He was really cheap back then. So he, like, he wouldn't spend a loony, a dollar to buy a water bottle for us. So we had to walk 35 minutes to get back to our parking lot where we parked in the Niagara Falls, you know, along the walk, and then get the water back. That's a story. Those are the kind of stories I want to come out, you know, those are the stories I have from the mugs. It's better, I think it's better than just, like, showing a picture and, you know, not be relatable or something. So, and then I realized, of all the cities I've already been to and the states and all those, I should have 21 more mugs. I have nine right now. So, 21. So, I'm more bitter about the places I've already been to that I don't have mugs from. Granted, I'm looking at the places now that I don't, you know, I haven't traveled yet, like Vegas, Phoenix, uh, Paris, Amsterdam, London. I don't have mugs from those places. I've never been there because, like I said, I don't ask my friend who's in Taiwan and say, hey, can you get me a Taipei mug in Taiwan and all these, like, four different Taiwanese mugs? No, because I've never been to Taiwan. I'm not going to, that's, that's unfair. So I'm not going to do that. So I'm only going to do that for the places I've been to. So I already started doing that. Why don't you buy it from eBay, PK? That that doesn't feel right. Like, and then I got to pay $30 and then like $10 delivery fee for from someone I don't know where there's no personal connection at all. That's stupid. I, I'm not going to do that. So I just want to get it from either people I know or I want to go pick it up by myself and then, you know, see things and then, you know, see it from a different perspective. You know, I, I'm going to do this while I can, while I'm you know, single and available and all that shit. So it's way easier on life, way easier on legs. Um, backtrack a bit. What happened on the New Year's Day weekend? Uh, not much, you know. I, I actually started watching the, I talked about the TV show The Shield that I marathoned a month ago. Uh, I started watching Sands of Anarchy, which I guess is a bit of a sequel given the writers and then the actors involved uh, that show. I finished the first season. I'm watching the second season about a third way through. Ah, uh, it's pretty good. I'm I'm very surprised. And then um, I'm sure I'm gonna talk about it. You know, Sands of Anarchy at some point too. God, all these episodes I gotta record. Uh, but you know, I I realized that like, get yeah. I mean, it was good. Mar- it was a good opportunity to marathon the TV shows. I didn't get drunk or anything because I'm I'm still on this thirteen hundred calorie day uh, diet. Speaking of which, I reached I reached the weight of one sixty six point six. 666. I wish the devil's weight. I hope that's not the minimum I get to. I'm trying to get to 155. So uh, cutting down like 12, 13, and I don't know, 40 days is pretty good, you know? And then so I, but at the same time, it's like, oh, you're just burning fat. You're not gaining any muscles. You you, you still got to gain. And then, you know, what are you going to do? I, I'll figure it out once I get down there. And then I'm, I'm trying to find the comfortable weight, I, you know, even if I eat now. And then I the most I reach is like 169. As of yesterday, so I was like, ah, I feel full, but uh, I don't feel heavy like I be- did before. Now I feel like what I can, you know, guesstimate what my weight is, you know, weight by the way I feel about my stomach at that moment. So I'm pretty accurate at that now. That's great, you know, and then the fat burning is going great. I you know I didn't drink, I didn't alcohol, uh, I didn't work out as much uh, in the gym. I don't know. I didn't feel like going into gym alone. On- yeah, I don't know, December 31st. Instead, what I did was on the New Year's Day, I just, I, well, I passed out the New Year's Eve because I was up all night on the 30th, you know, watching UFC and all that. 
Speaking of which, Ronda Rousey just got killed. Right, anyways, I'm going off tangent. And then I had to watch a Japanese MMA show overnight. So I was watching that. I was up to like 4 or 5. And then I was pretty caffeinated. So I couldn't go to sleep the day before the New Year's Eve. So uh, what I did on the New Year's Day was as soon as I got up, I went to the rink. Uh, I started skating again. And then I said, fuck it. I haven't had a leg day. And this is a leg day exercise once and for all. So I went 9 in the morning when the rink opened. And then... My God, nobody was there. It was the greatest moment ever. And then for a good hour and 10 minutes, there was nobody at the rink because everybody passed out. All the parents passed out and the kids aren't getting up and leaving on their own to come. They should have a guardian anyway. So I had the rink to buy my to myself for a good hour. And I was ice wasn't the best. You know, some parts of the ice isn't that great. The sheet's not great. But still, I got to get my workout in. And then I could just speed the way I want. I could go in the direction I want. Instead of going counterclockwise, I could go clockwise, you know. And then try to figure out my back skating, which I don't, backwards skating. And then the stopping and all that, which I'm still working on. I can't do hockey stop. I cannot go backwards. Those are my problems. But then again, I tell people, life is about, about going forward, not backward or hockey stopping, right? So, but I should at least do the fundamentals. So, I just fall over the place if I want to, you know, bang my knee. I don't care. Nobody's around. I don't embarrass myself. I'm there by myself. Even the people that are, that are working there is like, enjoy the ice. It's a good workout. Good day for you. Bam, $9 well spent. And then my legs feel good. I feel the burns in my abs. It's fantastic. I highly recommend it. Skating, ice skating. And then if you can go by, and it's okay if you go by yourself. Like nobody bothers you. There's no democratic process there as to eh, what to do, where to go after. It's fucking unbelievable. This is the most refreshing, freedom-feeling thing I've ever done. And I felt so happy. And right after that, I went to the driving range, you know, and then go, fuck it. I'm going to go full on on this workout. And then go skating and then go driving range and then hit some golf balls. It was foggy and snowy. You couldn't see the ball at all. But at the same time, it was the freshest air that I ever smelt in a long, long time. My God, it felt so good. So 2017 started off in in the most, you know, greatest solitude ever possible so i was so happy i i, I didn't mind it I, I i was so happy and then nobody was on the road so when i was driving i sped weather was sunny nobody gave a sh- nobody gave a shit you know because the police is all busy tracking down all the dui people from the night before so they're not on the road i just sped unbelievable the january 1st you don't have to go see a sunrise just go do some exercises nobody's there greatest start ever so, anyways, and then I, I and then I <laughs> came back and watched the Sands of Anarchy. <laughs> That's what I did. But uh, I realized, you know, doing a lot of TV couch surfing and exercising at the same time. I'm just like, you know, doing bicep curls or something while I'm watching. I I figured that that was the best way to do during the commercial break or something. You just work out, get your workout in. I don't know. I, I sound like a freak, but it works. It works. So, the uh, I realized that the. I, I live the cordless, cord-cutting life. I just have the internet. I got the gigabit internet, which I mentioned a few times on this show. But I realize that I look at, I'm looking to subscribe to more, I guess, cord-cutting services like Hulu, Netflix. I'm using somebody's account. Uh, HBO Now. I used to have somebody else's account, but he canceled it. But, you know, I'm not losing out much. So, all right. And then... There's something called Sling TV, which has all, which said it's cord cutting, and then you just pick the packages you like. So I looked at it, and it's $20, $25 a month for like ESPN, ABC, NBC Sports, and all those things. But 
I realize that they, that, that service is fucking stupid because the packages that are on there, 20 channels, I'm not going to watch half of them anyway. I don't care. I'm not going to watch, you know, Disney Family Channel, ABC Family, or, you know, what is that channel? The, 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 the Some Spanish channels I'm not going to watch. I don't speak Spanish. Univision, I already have that over the air, so why do I need another cable internet channel to watch it? And then, like, HGTV, I like, you know, flip it or sell it or whatever that shit. I'm not going to list it or sell it. I'm not going to watch that show. It's addicting. I'm not going to watch it. Bravo, I'm not going to watch that shit. I just need sports channels. And even the sports channels, I'm not going to sit there and watch. I'm just going to watch it when the event happens. So then I, and then, so the Sling TV, when it started, it looked like an attractive package for $20. But then if I want more sports packages, they're telling me to pay $15 more or news channels, pay $15 more Some of them are free channels, like France 24 or Russia Today, RT channel. Those are free on YouTube, and they're charging you $10 for the news-specific channel with HLN and then Bloomberg and all that. So 20% of the $10 of the $10 package, two out of the five channels or something, two out of the 10 channels, news packages they're giving you are absolute garbage. They're free. So why do I need this package to do it? I don't understand. And I look at other services too. All right, fuck Sling TV. I'm not going to use this thing. Like, and then there's like, what? Some uh, There's specific channels like UFC, Fight Pass, WWE Network, but every time I want, I'm gonna have to talk about this later in UFC WWE episode. I'm gonna do it one day. Uh, every time I look, like think think about getting a pass or pay for a show, I reluctantly go. This product sucks. I don't think sixty dollars a show or ten dollars a month is justified. And then I just stream it from somewhere with the worst quality. But that's okay. I don't feel like I missed out much. Like the UFC 207 this past weekend with Ronda Rousey, and then they try to charge you $60 for a 48-second knockout fight. Nah, I'm not paying for that shit. I mean, the other fights were good on that card, but I was watching other stuff before I, I got to the UFC because UFC usually overlaps with other events that happen. So, fuck, whatever. And, you know, and Hulu, like, Hulu, I, they got a lot of content, but their app needs a lot of work. The interface is absolute crap. And I know they're working on it. I think that's good. It needs to get up to the Netflix level at some point. Amazon, they're not on the Google TV, which is hella annoying because Amazon is doing their own thing. They have their own Fire TV stick and everything. And you got to be a Prime member, which is like, what, $100, $120? You get the two-day free shipping. But I, I don't give a shit. Like, I, 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 I don't pay. I don't understand paying for the membership for a store to get a discount for things you don't need. Alas, Costco. Like, I don't need 20 pounds of fucking french fries that I'm not going to finish in three months for $10. And then just, you know, make get all the fat and stupid gains that I don't need. Like, the useless gains. So why am I paying $50 a year? Although, yeah, it pays itself back. Why am I doing that? And then I got to wait in the fucking line. There's nowhere to park at Costco. Fuck that. I'm not going to Costco for that shit. Nah. I'm going to Amazon Prime. I don't, I don't use Amazon. I use Jet.com. It's free, and then, you know, prices are competitive. And then you don't have to go to uh, go to Amazon to shop. You can go to Best Buy or Office Depot or Staples, and they'll do price match with Amazon as long as it's sold by Amazon.com. They do that, right? And then not everything sold on Amazon is reliable as shit. Not all the sellers are great. I got burned a couple times to watch and all that stuff because looking at the price. So, and that justifies me into getting an Amazon Prime service, and then I have to get a new hardware to watch the TV shows. I mean, come on. And then, like, so 
that doesn't justify $120 or $100. Hulu doesn't just... Hulu has a weird pricing tier system. If you pay $9.99, it's limited commercial. If you have $7.99, it's commercial option. If you pay $11.99, it's no commercial option. Yet, there's no 4K or HDR, which I'm getting into the nerdum of the TV viewing. But Netflix supports 4K and HDR already if you pay $11.99. YouTube supports 4K and HDR. HBO Now doesn't support 4K or HDR. HDR high dynamic range, so the... Images look way more realistic with a dynamic range of contrast and brightness. So whatever. HBO doesn't even have that and they charge you $15 a month plus tax. Why? Why would I pay for that? Oh, you can watch Westworld and The Wire. Nah, fuck that. I, I, live, I live fine without Game of Thrones, Westworld, and uh, all that stuff. I'll catch it a one day, you know, at some point. So I find this cord cutting thing stupid. And then, you know, I just... I just find whatever other way to watch the TV shows and catching up. There's a lot of good TV shows out there. I understand catching it in real time is great. But at the same time, and I'm like, you know, do you really have to get it at the same time and all that? And to be honest, the services I want to pay for, like just watch it once. You know, my viewing habits different too. You know, I'm not sitting at the TV and waiting for Jimmy Kimmel to show up 1130 at night and watch, you know, or Bachelor. I mean, I scroll through and then run into Jimmy Kimmel or Bachelor like I did last night. I was watching something else and saw Bachelor. And I said, I'm not going to watch Bachelor again. I'm going to get to that in a little bit. So, I mean, only events that you really tune in to watch anymore is like sports. Yeah, like it's an event. So like Super Bowl or just NFL or hockey or something. If that comes on, I'll, I'll watch it at that time, at that moment. I'm going to, you know, block it out and then watch. And then have people over and watch. Like we're going to do this Saturday for the Seahawks playoff game. But other than that, it's all on demand. And then, you know, there's no specific package available from ESPN or Fox Sports that I can just watch one event. I mean, they'll rip you off probably like $60 like UFC does. And it's like Ronda's back. And then like $60. No, I'm not going to watch Ronda for $60. You know, I'm not going to pay for that shit. That's stupid. Maybe I'll pay $10 and watch it. $20 too much, you know, for those unpredictable fights, you know. I'm going to do that by myself. It's stupid. I'll just stream it somewhere, you know, like I do with many things. And then I did just fine catching up on all the sports. And then over-the-air solutions, they're all free. You just set up an antenna on the TV and you get a lot of free channels. NFL in general is free because for that reason, you know, stuff like that. Anyways, uh, back to The Bachelor. Um, I, a year ago, I challenged myself, not in a good way, to watch the entire season of Bachelor. Uh... I I mean, the girl I thought was going to win was going to win, and she won, you know, hey, so whatever, that's great. I didn't do any elimination, you know, Fantasy Survivor League this year. I can't do it. My God, that show is fucking two hours long every Monday. I mean, granted, it makes sense, you know, having the show on the Monday, and then people come home, especially ladies, and then just like sip wine and watch that show, and then there's like a post-show at 10 o'clock. So essentially, it's a three-hour show. I, I I don't know if there's any TV show I can sit there and watch two or three hours even. I mean, it's more like absorbable, like digestible in an hour, 45 minutes or something, you know. And then, I what was it? The Raw is doing this. The WWE Raw, it's three hours long from 8 to 11, past 11. I can't watch that show three hours. I'll just watch the clips on YouTube. Same as The Bachelor. I mean, yes, it was a first show, so you had to introduce every girl. I thought it was 25 girls, but it's 30 girls. And then it took f- the first hour to get everybody through. 
and then all of them look alike, talk alike, you know, walk alike. I can't fucking watch this shit. I I can't watch it. And then there's, when for some reason, two things I notice: every Canadian girl that they get is crazy, either from Vancouver or Montreal. Every Seattle area girl they get is like crazy or like pretty deterministic. It's a fucking Seattle freeze on full display. Like last year, they had a girl from Redmond, Washington, which is like. 10 minutes from where I live where Microsoft headquarters is and then that girl like loved chicken raising chicken farm or some shit and then, and he got obviously the guy freaked out Ben and then he fucking eliminated her right away I'm like way up I wouldn't go out with her either she fucking freaks me out and she's like 21 or 19 or some shit and the guy's like 30 I mean age gap aside it's like yo like the maturity level is like a little too much and then the twins were what 21 in that show I don't remember the names all of a sudden. The twins from Vegas. Anyway. And then, but the, the, the Bachelor this time, the Nick, Nick Vile, I think that's his name. He's 35, and this is the fourth time he's doing this. I don't know what other three times he was on. Uh, yeah, there's a Bachelor in Paradise and all that. I don't watch any of that spin-off bullshit show. I don't I don't sip wine and watch that shit. But I that guy's 35, and every single girl, like, it ranges from 21 to 31. And I'm like, dude. You're 35. You're out of the first speed dating group age. The fucking 21 to 34 group. You're out of that demographic. Why the fuck are you in a different speed dating group here? It makes no absolute sense to me. You're in that. Why the fuck are you not moved on with your life? Or why you're not filthy rich? That 35 to 45 age group. You should be in the next speeding date group. Like thinking about divorce or some shit. I don't know. So... It, it boggled my mind when a 21-year-old girl, girl shows up and is like, oh, I think I could fall in love with him, and he's a piece of shit. You know, that's what my girlfriend's told me. I don't... What the hell? But anyways, like, I don't know. I, I, I Like I said, Bachelor is the most... Bachelor, Bachelorette is the most racist show on television. It's been on for 16 years. They still haven't found a minority Bachelor or Bachelorette on this show. No minority ever wins. So you got to play over or under as to see how, how long the black or Latin girls or guys last on this show. I've never seen a Latin guy. Juan Pablo, he's not Latin. He's a Hispanic white. He's a Hispanic fucking white. He's from Colombia, okay? So, whatever. And then, and then you know what I noticed last year on the MLK Day Monday? They featured two black girls prominently and did a single date on Jubilee. One girl, the army brat girl, and then one other older bartender chick from Chicago. And then those two were prominently featured on a Martin Luther King Day. I don't know how many people fucking noticed this. And then after that, they were not featured that much. And then they just, you know, were shown as a crazy black girls on this show. And then Ben eliminated them like a week or two after, both of them. So, and I'm like, all right. I'm, so I'm going to keep, I'm going to watch this at least for a couple more weeks and see if the same thing happens this Martin Luther King Day, Monday. And see if the black girls on the show are featured. Although they're pretty, they're pretty good. I like them. Although two of them do look alike for some reason. I don't remember all the names for some reason. I I don't care, you know. I I just find it fascinating that I'm at the age now where some of these girls are in my age group too. Or that I can't believe that they're younger than me and they made it to a show to go out with a 35 year old guy. I, I just it just amazes me. Like, and then I just like watch the show, especially the first episode. And you go, when all the girls are introduced and be like, ah, I would swipe left on half of them. I was like, nah, they're not the whatever. Whatever. I don't feel it. I don't feel it. So I guess there's a diversity of looks there. Although all the guys look the same, you know. 
like with the same beard, same height, same haircut, same tone, same attitude, whatever. They're all salesmen for some fucking reason. Last year, The Bachelor Ben, what was he, software salesman? This year, Nick, he was a technology salesman too. What the fuck's up with these salesmen in technology? Where are the engineers? Where where are the entrepreneurs? Where are where are the insurance agents? Where are the Yeah, why are why is it always salesmen? I mean, yeah, they had a pilot, they had a captain. I, but it's always some financial douchebag that's on the show that's running it. And then it's been going on for 17, 16, 17 years already. I don't understand. And all the girls are like dancers, real estate agents, wannabe Katie Couric broadcasters in Dallas, or some model. I don't know what model, you know. Did they just post their photos of Model Mayhem and say they're a model? I don't understand. I can go on and on, but I'm going to save the Bachelor hating next couple weeks because I, I it's not gonna stop here but anyways i'm gonna leave it at that i want to kick off the year on a happy note on a more optimistic positive manner because i don't i don't i don't i don't want to end it in a bad night and a bad note here so anyways thanks for listening i'm gonna leave it there keep subscribe blah, blah, subscribing on itunes google play music uh stitcher tune in radio all that twitter i'm not tweeting that much anymore i think twitter's tanked their prices tank my stock is messed up you know uh, all the executives are leaving what aa show or email aa-show at outlook.com again what aa show or that's my twitter handle or aa-show at outlook.com that's the email or facebook soundcloud whatever message me there and then i'll check in again next week all right